Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and I kind of need it because I'm a little bit on the upset side today, and I think you will be too when I bring the news to you. So I probably need to pray for a little bit of patience and, and direction because I do believe these things keep mounting up and they are demanding the attention of Americans, you and me. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for the awesome God that you are. We praise you, Father, that you are patient with us. We praise you, Father, for your love and your grace and your mercy. And Father, we ask that you will forgive us. May we be a people with repentant hearts. Father, we pray for your protection over this nation, over those who are trying to bring America back home to you. Father God, we're a mess, not just in this nation, but across the globe. And I pray that that you will guide us, grant us courage, and keep us safe. I don't know what's ahead, Father. I have a little fear in me, and I'm not supposed to fear. But things are happening, and we're not sure how to deal with it. But you are still in charge, and we know that, Father. And for that, I am so thankful. I pray for your guidance. I pray for you you to be with me as I bring this news today. You know that it has upset me, and I'm concerned as to how bad things really are and have been for a very, very long time that we are no longer and have not been a free people according to our government. But we are free in you because you have forgiven us our sins You have made that sacrifice, and we believe in you, Father. We believe in your Son, Jesus Christ, and it is in his name for such a time as this, I pray. Amen. I started out with the uh, teaser of we all see it as I was going through the news, and then I changed it, and I changed it to we don't have a Davy Crockett in Congress. I've heard, we've all heard the stories of while the parents were away, the teens left behind, had a large party at the house, and the parents come back to a mess because the teens aren't adult enough to hide the evidence of their uh, misdeeds. My sons were no saints, but they never did that. Why? Because I didn't allow them the opportunity to do it. 
You know, my dad used to say, we, I didn't give you the opportunity to do such things, so you didn't get them done. That's parenting, my friends. That's parenting. On the other hand, we've heard about, and I'm thinking on a political scale here, the people's house. We have a higher degree of teenagers in the people's house. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. And it is they, Congress, who need to be punished and put in their place. You know, there's another scenario that on occasion receives a few laughs, and that's when the boss's way the mice will play. But while the mice are playing and not working, they're not stealing the company's money, are they? Well, there might be some, but that's a different scenario. Are they having an insurrection and taking the office of the pre- of the boss and the owner away? Taking it over? Well, today I am angry. I'm livid, actually. I've calmed down a little bit. <laughs> you ask Rudy. And I think it's time for the parents and the boss to start disciplining the children and firing a few employees. Now, I'm going to quote something from Davy Crockett, and then I'm going to tell you the story of Davy Crockett if you have not heard it or remind you of the story of Davy Crockett. We have the right as individuals to give away as much of our own money as we please in charity. But as members of Congress, we have no right to appropriate a dollar of the public money. Davy Crockett. Now, Davy Crockett got that uh, message given to him from one of his constituents. He was uh, up for re-election. And the constituent, an old farmer, rancher, whatever you want to call him, told him he wasn't going to vote for him. Now, it seems that one of their members who was gone, but the wife was still living, and lost a home in a fire. And so Congress of that day, of Davy Crockett, decided that they should donate to this widow. And this guy told Davy Crockett, that's not your money to donate. We don't have any Davy Crockett's in Congress today. They're all a den of petty thieves. They will do anything to protect their own and take out anyone they don't like. It started out this morning with, okay, I have to see the CR, this, this spending bill that they've passed. Then as I read it, I got mad. It got worse. And this parent, this American, this believer in honesty and integrity saw something that made me very angry. It's not enough that they, Congress, has their continual do-nothing theater. But this is absolutely bad. Horrible. A slap in the face to every single American. And every single American that owns a business. Stop and think about it. Probably goes on all the time, but we the people aren't aware of it. But now we are. This is not their money. Why are all of us 
not angry enough to bring America home to God and common sense. Me included. What will it take? I was sickened last night watching the crowd in San Francisco waving Chinese flags. Now, there were tons of them. There were a few American flags, but the majority of it were Chinese flags. San Francisco, the filth of the state of California, but they cleaned it up. They moved out all those deadbeats. And they scrubbed their filth off of the streets and the sidewalks so they could welcome this Chinese communist dictator and his regime. How much did that cost the taxpayers? We the people are no longer free in America. It's time we stopped pretending and stopped vacationing and stopped believing that we're free. It's time we realize this isn't politics. This, they aren't working for us, although that's how it should be. The Congress, they have seized the house of the people and turned it into a den of thieves. Rise up, patriots. You still have the power. Yes, you do. Dorothy, those ruby red slippers, you still have them. You have your prayers, your voice, your votes. Get busy, take action, and let's bring America home. And I'm going to tell you what I'm angry about, and I hope it'll make you angry too. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Styers, 
and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free, my pillow towel set go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener special and enter promo code bethann or call at 1-800-978-6168 that's mypillow.com and the promo code is bethann and we have returned to listening to CSE talk radio this is bethann well my my thing for today and it's getting worse i just got another article that i've got to share with you <laughs> Got to spout off a little bit. But Congress passes continually these resolutions to avoid government shutdown. And they all came together yesterday, and it was uh, the new Speaker of the House, the, what do they call the minority leader, um, I can't think of his name, and Chuck Schumer. And they're raising hands, and they're all happy and glad that they came together on nonpartisan. You know, they always come together to spend your money. That's never a problem, really. Not really. To this I say, they, they did this to avoid a government shutdown. And to this I say, shut her down. You've done us no favors, Congress. You've done us no favors. So what am I upset about? Well, the fact that they're spending money is one thing. And as I'm reading through this, it says the continual resolution will temporarily fund certain government agencies, such as the Department of Agriculture, Energy, Veterans Affairs, Transportation, Housing, and Urban Development, until January the 19th of 2024, while funding the rest of the government until February 2nd. Now, there was a few Republicans that voted against this, and Chip Roy from Texas is one of them. But as I was reading this, and it's the same old blah, 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 until I got to this. Now, you're going to get mad. And maybe you won't. Maybe you think this is okay. I do not. This CR also includes a provision to pay the descendant of the late Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein of California, who died on September 29th, the remainder of her salary for the year, which is $174,000. How many bosses out there 
when an employee dies, gives the family the rest of the salary for the year. Well, it upset me. That's your money. That's my money. That's the American people that can barely get by from month to month, from week to week. Some of you are on the government dole because you can't get a job. AIs are taking the jobs. Illegal immigrants are taking the jobs. So I had to find out. Diane Feinstein, who died at the age of 90, notched plenty of records during her lifetime, becoming the longest-serving woman in the Senate as well as the longest-serving senator for California. She was also one of the richest U.S. lawmakers, with a net worth as high as $69.4 million this year. That was the year she passed, this year, according to financial disclosure records. She's worth almost $70 million, and we're giving her, her descendants, $174,000, because that's the right thing to do, right? No. It is not the right thing to do. And you need to write your senators, you need to write your representatives, and you need to tell them to cut it out. We have no Davy Crockett's in Congress. So then I got angry. I thought, where's this money coming from? Because in my mind, if they are a state senator, their state should be paying their money. But way back, Rudy did the work for me this morning. Way back, in our Founding Fathers' days, actually, when they didn't really get much money, but they decided it should come out of the federal budget. So senators and representatives in D.C. are paid out of the general fund of the federal government. And you know they're taken care of for life. Now, Rudy went on to tell me, and I'm, I'm going to let him kind of help, because I know he underlined things, but I'm just too angry to read it. I'm just too angry to look it up. He also told me each one of these senators or representatives or both, they're allowed 18 yep. employees. you got it right so far. And they have an allotment of? Anywhere from 4 to $6 million, with an average being $4 million of just for the budget for their office. For their office. That's not their salary, though. No. No, that's the salary of the employees. And probably, you know, the little things like paper and, and uh, I want you to do the division. So these employers are not to be paid more than 200 and some thousand dollars a year each. And the senator's salary is 174000 Now stop and think about that. Stop. And, and, and I have been wrong all this time. I was told a long time ago that they were, they get a little extra bonus when they're on these committees. But according to what Rudy was looking up today, they don't. At least they're not supposed to. But they have other expense accounts in there that they can draw on for other things. And this was so complicated when I was reading this quote brief unquote report. brief <laughs> report on how they get paid. It was only 16 pages long. It was, it's hard to tell what they what they make, but I'm sure they're well paid. I don't know if you're angry about this or not. But this is what they do. 
Oh, I'm sure they're patting their chests and they're patting their backs. Oh, what good people we are that we're giving Diane Feinstein the $70 million millionaire's descendants $174,000 of your money. Something's wrong with this. Very wrong with this. That's not the way it should be. And even though our founding fathers decided to change it, and it was for some crazy reasons of uh, some were getting more than others, some states paid more than others, and and I'm thinking, yeah, because some states are bigger than others, and some states are more populated than others. But then they decided, well, we'll just take it out of the general fund, and the states don't have to pay it. And again, if the states aren't in control of their senators and representatives, if they're not in control of their billfolds, they're not in control. Yeah, that was one reason that the, it actually was the founding fathers, like 1789, I think was the date on that, that they decided that the states could withhold the senators' pay if they weren't doing what they wanted, and they didn't like that, so they decided to federal government should pay him to take some control away from the states, which was kind of weird to me because I thought the founding fathers were all about... Some of them were more about states' rights than others. And um, Are you crushed? I am. Oh, come on, Beth. You know they've been doing this a long time. I know, but it's a slap in the face. We barely make it. In this nation, most Americans are barely getting by. And they have the gall to take this money and give it to her descendants when she is already worth $70 million. Now, even if that has to go through probate, they're still getting a bunch of a gob of money. And who set up the probate, anyway? It's another little burr under my saddle. Well, let's move on to something else. They have this burr under their saddle about John, I'm sorry, George Santos. It's been kind of comical to me. Now, the guy's probably a, a Class A1 jerk. But they haven't liked him since day one that he got there. He's an outsider. So I found this a little comical. They think he's probably done some things that are unlawful, illegal, with his uh, campaign fund. And I think everybody should look into each one of these guys, every single one of them. So they, they went after this guy. They didn't go after Swalwell when he slept with the Chinese spy, did they? Isn't that kind of illegal? They haven't gone after these people that are into the prostitution ring that we talked about yesterday. They're not going after them. They're going after Santos. And like I said, he's probably guilty. He's probably a jerk. But they pick and choose. And the funny thing is they're going to, instead of going any more with him, they're going to turn him over to the DOJ. The DOJ, (laughs) who they want to impeach. They want to impeach Garland. So they're going to turn him over to him when they already know that he himself is corrupt. (laughs) I don't know about you, 
but I'm getting fed up with these kids. I kind of would have liked them to have duped it out the day before yesterday whenever they were trying to cause a little rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Yes, I think Americans need to do a little rumbling with the Congress because they are misbehaving. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. All right. So there's so much more to be upset about. I don't know where to even begin, really. But, you know, President Xi Jinping is here in the United States of America. And I already mentioned the flags, all those Chinese flags waving as if we're praising this regime, this communist regime. And I just got this, and um, what did I do with it real quick here? He received a standing ovation. This communist received a standing ovation from American business leaders. I don't know. I just got this, so I don't know if they have a list of who was there. But this is what this Chinese leader said. China is pursuing high-quality development, and the United States is revitalizing its economy. Oh, really? Is that what we're doing? There is plenty of room for our cooperation. It says, among the leaders of the reception of the dinner were Apple CEO Tim Cook, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, Tesla and uh, ex-CEO Elon Musk, and a number of executives from FedEx, Qualcomm, KKR, Blackstone, and Boeing. Boeing, oh, let me guess. Oh, yeah. That Nikki Haley person. She works for Boeing, doesn't she? Tickets to attend this dinner started at $2,000 per person and up to 40000 for a chance to dine with Z at his table. What the heck are we doing, America? So the dictator from China says, I think it's important Americans and Chinese are meeting again face to face. Didn't Trump meet him face-to-face? I believe he did. I believe he had him at Mar-a-Lago and had a little dinner time with him. This is coming from the Chinese um, director, um, McLarty, Associate John L. Holden, who attended the dinner, according to the New York Times. This is not a magic bullet, but it is something that can provide possibilities that wouldn't exist otherwise. Well, let me see. Possibilities like spy balloons going over this nation. Possibilities like that. All of you here this evening remain keenly interested in to do business in China and to find ways to advance our bilateral economic relationship. And that's coming from the Commerce Secretary, Gina Rambondo, told the audience at the dinner. A CNBC reported, I know that 
because half of you have come to see me to tell me that. That is disgusting. Now, I'd like to know if Elon stood. I guess he probably did. You know how those standing ovations go. One stands and everybody stands because they don't want to be the guy left sitting. I don't think I would have stood. Would you, Rudy? Would you have stood up for this Chinese dictator? Absolutely not. Of course, we're not millionaires, billionaires, and that kind of thing, and he's not helping us uh, make a lot of money. He hasn't donated us any money to our republic here, has he? That's probably why we're not millionaires and billionaires, because we don't stand for stuff we don't believe in. Well, I kind of have to give this gal some credit. Sometimes I don't like the way she comes off, but it's kind of like a Trump thing. You don't always like the way Trump comes off. But I do like that she's tough and she's not giving up. And that's the woman that they all love to hate, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. And she told Mayorkas to his face, your days are numbered. You will be impeached. She says, earlier this week, eight Republicans joined the Democrats to protect your job. But I want you to know you have a short time coming. You can honorably resign or we are going to impeach you and it's happening very, very soon. She said, I want to look at these innocent Americans. She held up a picture of two people. She says, I want you to look at these Americans, innocent. Do you see them? Mayorka says, I see them. They are dead, she said. They're from Dalton, Georgia, in my district, and they are dead because a 17-year-old likely affiliated with the cartels was smuggling illegal aliens into our country in Texas, breaking our laws, and this happens every single day in our country. Americans are fed up with it, she said. And I am particularly outraged at four of the eight Republicans that voted to shelve these articles of impeachment because four of them serve on the Judiciary Committee. And I want you to know that my articles of impeachment have been in the Judiciary Committee for six months, sitting on a shelf. So these four Judiciary members, Republicans, voted to send them back up on the shelf where they will never be picked up and see the light of day in the committee forward. But she said, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas must be impeached. And that's why I will reintroduce my articles of impeachment in a privileged resolution again, once again on the House floor. And I dare those eight Republicans to shelve them again. Well, America, we've told you who those eight were. I don't have them in front of me at this moment. But you know who they are. Several of them were from California. And one of them I've had on the air several years ago because he was having a battle with the EPA over his land. So I'm really disturbed. He wasn't a representative then. And I thought, okay, we're going to get somebody in there that's going to know about property rights. But this is twice now he's voted like a rhino. It's time that we stopped vacationing. It's time that we got busy 
And I know all of you are busy. Some of you are working two jobs. Some of you are doing this and you're doing that. I'm busy too. What does it take to sit down and write a letter? Impeach Mayorkas now. That's all you got to say. I know when you write to these people, you're supposed to put to the honorable such and shuts, but I don't see them honorable anymore. I see them as a den of thieves who give away your money to foreign countries, to, to lobbyists, to industries that have nothing, to China, who have nothing to do with you. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They care about taking care of their own, and that's why they hate Donald J. Trump. You can think what you want. Maybe he's a little bit nasty at times when he tweets. Although I kind of wonder if he really was doing the tweeting. But, and he didn't, he was not perfect. He made mistakes. Our debt got bigger when he was in there. He should have stopped it. But everything he tried to do, that Congress with the Republicans and that Paul Ryan stopped him. You're the boss. You know, I have to laugh at that. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. My, uh, one of my sons, when his oldest daughter was little, and this was my number two son, if you can keep up with them, I won't give their names. Just I would call them one, two, three, four, and five. One of my sons was living with me for a while. That was number four. And uh, I always tell him he's the fourth child of a fourth child of a fourth child because I'm the fourth child and my father was the fourth. But one of, the, one of his brothers called us. And I was on the phone, and his dad walked in the room, and I held up my finger. And I think it was the number two finger or three finger. It might have been five fingers. And he goes, what's that? I said, well, that's number three son. What? You've got us numbered? I said, absolutely, we have you numbered. <laughs> we got your numbers. Anyway, my story, I digress, was my second son, who he and his little girl, when she was little, I'm the boss. No, I'm the boss. No, I'm the boss. I'm telling you right now, American, you're the boss. And we need to stop this racket in D.C. and bring America home. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. 
Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com, that's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, while I was talking and jabbering and ranting and raving and all upset at Congress for spending your money, all these things pop up over here on my uh, computer as I'm watching. And I've got uh, another, it was another banner about the student debt, paying off the student debt. That comes out of your pocket. Maybe some of you couldn't afford to send your kids to school. Or maybe you couldn't afford to go to school, college. So you worked. Or maybe your kids work their tail off to go through college. And these kids are going to get their student loans paid off. Are these the same ones that are out there protesting? You bet they are. You bet they are. They're protesting against America and then they want American dollars to pay off their student loan? It's time to discipline these children. If it had been me, I'd have let them duke it out there in Congress. That's just my opinion. Well, anyway, while I was ranting and raving once again, Rudy was doing his duty, and uh, which he does for free. He volunteers in here every day, as I kind of volunteer every day in here, too. We don't get paid. We do every dime we get in here goes to keep this thing on the air. 
But these are the eight House Republicans. The very first one on the list is Representative Patrick McHenry from New North Carolina. Now, remember, he was the interim that McCarthy wanted to make speaker. Representative Tom McClintock from California. Representative John Duarte from California. He's the one I was telling you about. Representative, it makes me wonder these Virginia, these California guys, if they're hiring these illegals to work for them. Representative Virginia Fox with two X's from North Carolina. Representative Daryl Issa from California. Representative Cliff Benz from Oregon. Representative Ken Buck from Colorado. And Representative Mike Turner from Ohio. Now, this is my suggestion. And you can either take it or leave it. I guess most of the time you leave it. But I know you don't always because I hear back when you guys have done something. I suggest each one of you just write a handwritten note. Send it to your representative. Whether it's a Democrat, whether it's a Republican, whether they voted yay or nay. And you tell them, impeach Mayorkas. Now. Enforce our laws now. We don't need new immigration laws. We need to enforce the ones we have to protect this nation. We have been fearing. It is our more than a suspicion that we have enemies now who have crossed into this country from every border on the north and the south and in the air, and maybe by visa as a student. But they are here, and I believe many of them were waving Chinese flags yesterday. The rioters attempted to storm the DNC headquarters. It got so bad that they had to get those that were there out. Some of the officers were injured. It was worse than not January 6th, let me tell you that right now. And this is at least the second violent one that has taken place, maybe the third, where they've had to do something about it. They're students. They're enemies. They're getting money from you. And then they're protesting against you. Oh, no, Beth, they're protesting against Israel. They're taking your money, and they're protesting against you. Well, a little bit on the election news. <laughs> they're going after Trump. And I'm going to tell you right now, this guy from China, he doesn't want Trump reelected. And they're going to do everything they can as quickly as they can because they don't believe Biden's coming back. And they've got Biden in their pocket. And I don't know if you've watched or not, but some of them sitting there with Biden are mighty, mighty nervous. Mighty, mighty nervous. Blinken. Blinken always looks nervous. Did you see him when he went to China? He looks like he's expecting somebody to come in and shoot him. And that's the way he looked yesterday. If you watch the videos... I watched Greg Kelly really late last night because I was out and I had to 
do work when I got home. I was visiting a friend. Once in a while, you have to have, have to have friend time. And when Greg Kelly on Newsmax was playing it, and you're watching this guy and think, what is wrong with him? He's looking around like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm here, and what am I doing here, and we're going to get killed. It's all... Well, they got to get Trump out. So there's a lot of them around the states that are trying very hard to not allow him on the bu- on the ballots. I don't know that they can really constitutionally do that unless he's really committed a crime, which we all know, we all see it, he did not commit a crime. And we could all see that it is all political and they are going after a political man that is their enemy, including those rhinos who seem to be okay with Mayorkas and an open border and dead Americans. Well, this is a Michigan judge, and he rejects the bid to block Trump from the 24 ballots. So Trump won that one. He did win that one. And Trump has asked for a mistrial. I don't know that that's been decided yet, but the guy who's going to be cited is the one he's asking for a mistrial from. So how do you think that's going to go? And then I have an article, which I'm not sure I want to get into right now, because it's, I I don't like the phrase, it's complicated, but it is a little bit. And it's about abortion. Now, I am pro-life. And they have, Trump took abortion off the federal level and put it into the hands of the states. And because he has said it has to be a discussion, and he's kind of, Put down. Uh, I I don't think he did it exactly like this writer says. He got on to DeSantis for banning all abortion. He says you can't just you gotta you gotta listen. I don't want abortion for anything. But do we have to listen? Don't we have to listen? It was in this country for fifty some years. Now I think we need to do away with the industry. I think we need to do away with the industry. But I'm not going to judge a woman who really thinks her life is in danger. Really, it really is between her and the doctor. Which is a 0.01%. It has to be a conversation. And we have to use some common sense. I'm against abortion 100%. 100%. And I don't like to use the but. After 50 years, it needs to be a conversation. And we need to be realistic, and we need to do whatever we can to bring America home. Home.